Hey Gritty friends, welcome to episode 19. So happy you are here. And today we're talking about all things feeling stuck. Um, have you ever felt stuck? I mean, you know you have a lot to do and you sort of know what you need to do, but then there's so much that you wind up struggling on where to start, so you get stuck. You're frozen, you're stalled, you're paralyzed, you're glued, like Gorilla Glue. Now, do you remember back in the day, and this is going to age me, so bear with me here, there was a commercial on TV of this guy who was in a construction hard hat, and he was holding onto the hat, and the hat was crazy glued to the beam at some like construction, like a construction beam, and he was showing you how well it glued. Then his feet were like dangling and wiggling, and he was just showing how strong it was. It's like the same thing. It's like you're stuck. You're stuck. And... Uh, you just need some help and some breakthrough moments to figure out how to get unstuck. And that's what we're going to talk about. And finding what works for you may be totally different than what works for somebody else. And so today we're just going to give you a bunch of strategies and then you figure out what actually works for you. If you have a topic that you've been really wanting to hear about, connect with me. And all my social links and email are down below. And I answer every message and email personally, so reach out. I would love to know what's on your mind. I'd love to know what you want to hear about, what you're struggling with, and how I can help and break through that obstacle. So let me know your questions. And just a shameless plug for a review. I love feedback. My growth depends on it. And I continue to fine tune the episodes to what you want or need to hear. So leave me a review. Send me a message or an email with your feedback. I appreciate it more than you know. And the show only continues to get better with it. And when you review it, this show is visible to more friends who need grit. Let's face it, we all need a little more grit. So, okay, now who's ready to get this party started? Because I'm ready. And if you're ready, buckle up, sit back, and let's get gritty. Hey friends, welcome to The Gritty Coach. If you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, or even stuck in your business, don't worry. I completely know where you're coming from, and I've been there before. But now you want to get some clarity, a plan, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you are in the right place. My name's Erica, and I'm the Gritty Coach. Just a little about me. I'm a veteran, a wife, a boy mom, a twin mom, and a fur mom. And after 20 years in the Navy and my unique life experiences, I am here to help you smooth and polish your business practices through what I like to call gritty love. So if you think you're tough enough, sit back, buckle up, and let's get gritty. So whether at life or business, at some point we've all felt stuck before. There's just no way around it. You, There's like tons of stuff going on and it can be that you have multiple things between work and home. It could be that one child needs one thing, another child needs another, and then you're still trying to do what you need to do. So there's different ways where we can feel stuck. And so that's why I say whether it's life or it's business or it's the intertwine of both, that is you know, where we need to figure out ways to kind of help us perpetually move forward. Because if we don't move forward, we're not doing anything, right? We are paralyzed. And that either paralyzes our life or it paralyzes our business. And both are not good, right? That's not what we want. We want to continue to move forward. We want to grow. We want to continue to take the steps and reach our goals and make great things happen. 
And so we have to find ways to get unstuck. And it's no different than like if you're a writer and you get writer's block, right? They're, they have strategies on how to unblock themselves as writers. So this is no different. It's very normal that our lives move so fast. And I feel like I think over whatever, since I was younger, that life moves even faster. And I don't know if that's just my age or if that's, you know, technology and we have access to everything. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. If I really sit down and think about that, it's probably the fact that we have information faster at our fingertips than we ever had before. I don't have to look things up in the encyclopedia in the library and wait for the library to be opened. I don't have to check out a book. It's just available to me at my fingertips when I ask Google or Bing or whatever, Yahoo, um, any search engine, I can pretty much get whatever I want at my fingertips. So life does move very fast in technology. So I'll give you an example though, a, a quick story. Um, we will go back to the fact that we are moving and our house is up for sale. And But before it got to that point, we had to get it all ready and we had to prep and we had to put it, um, we had to stage it. And with staging, we had never done this. We've never sold a house before. Um, this is our first house that we've actually owned. And so we've never had a stage yet. We've never had a sell. We have no idea what to expect. So there's a lot of unknown factors. Then you mix, so that's, there's life. And then you mix in business where trying to run a business, um, you know, Brooke is a CrossFit trainer and trying to get his clients in and, and me and my coaching business and trying to fit all those in together tends to create a position of feeling stuck. And the first one that we got was the one with staging the house. So this was a life one. So while you're trying to stage it, you're cleaning everything up, you're moving out and minimalizing everything. And with five of us in this house and six animals inside the house, um, the chickens don't count because they're not inside the house, but with all these animals in the house, it is really challenging to make it so that we're very minimal and it's hard to figure out where to start. We've kind of busted out of the seams at this house. This is why it's been very important for us to, I wouldn't say very important. This is why it's in, you know been one of our dreams to move is to get a bigger house that will hold us all. And as our boys get bigger and have families, we have room for them. Trying to figure out where to start. When I looked at everything and I said, okay, where do I start? I know what I need to do. I know what the goal is. And I just seen everything everywhere. And I was like, okay, I'll just start packing boxes. And what I found was the more stuff I took out, the worse it got. The more I pulled things out of the cabinets and out of the closets and I started to make boxes, we hadn't made any room anywhere else to try and actually put those boxes. So then it kept getting more cluttered and I, and then I was just stuck. I was like, I need to stop. I need to stop. I'm overwhelmed. I, I hate that I can't clean around this. I can't move around it. There's everything everywhere. Nobody wants. I don't want anybody inside of our house, much less to look at it because I felt like I sort of had an excuse, but at the same time, it's not an excuse if everything's not in a box and we're not doing something with it. So my way to get unstuck in that particular moment was I used a lifeline and phoned a friend and my friend was going through the exact same thing where she put her house on the market and was selling it and was staging it and had to do all the things that we were doing finding a friend that had the same thing going on was very helpful for me because I could sit and ask her and be like, okay, help me focus. Cause I feel like every room is a big old poop show and I can't figure out what to do or where to start. And she gave me such good advice. I'm like, besides the fact that talking it out felt a little bit better. And then her going, Oh, I totally understand. Cause then that means I feel normal 
it's normalized my feelings and feel better about it. And then she was like, just start in one room, literally take a room and dump everything into the next room. She was like, I don't care if you put it in the front yard. And I may have talked about this on another episode before, but literally move everything to the front yard. And that way you have to deal with it. But one room has gotten staged. It's prepped. It's minimalized. Everything's out of it. We've dusted in every corner crevice, got rid of every spider web, um, pulled up any wires, uh, moved furniture and cleaned underneath it, you know, took things out of cabinets, whatever it was that we needed to do and go one room at a time. And then you'll feel better because you start to see a room get cleared and you've made progress. It doesn't matter that the other room it looks like an even bigger poop show because you've put everything in it. It just matters that you've gotten one because it's a win. It's a win in my book. It's a small goal win. I've managed to get one room ready and staged. And then I just kept doing it. I kept moving everything into one area and I'd move it out. Like when I was upstairs, I'd move everything into the hallway and I had to deal with the hallway because everybody's got to get in there to get to their rooms, to get to the bathroom, whatever. So I just kept doing that. And eventually we made a lot of progress and got the house staged. I don't know how it managed to do it as fast as we did thought for sure once we started with the painters and then the carpeting which wound up tearing apart the entire house at the same time um you know there was moments where i had some doubt that <laughs> we may not hit it and again the real estate agent was amazing and i love her to death and she was like no 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 we're good we got this you guys are on track you're moving things and we would just do little bits every night it was hard for us with our boys to be able to just stop life and not focus on school, not focus on homework, not focus on graduation for our oldest. It was hard to just let all that go. So we couldn't, that couldn't go. So what do we do? We just took little bite-sized pieces every single night. And that to me, um, from my brain being as busy as it is, I need things to be started early and I need to work on them every day. It's a great way to start a habit, but it also just helps me stay less, um, anxious and less, uh, feel like I'm procrastinating. I feel like I'm progressing every single day. I'm making little changes or, you know, packing just a little bit. It would be like five boxes one day, seven boxes, another two boxes, another, whatever I could fit in. That's what I did. And slowly, but surely everything came together. And guess what? We had an open house. We have an offer and the house is sold. So, so exciting. But I just wanted to share that with you because it was just one way where in my life I was stuck and I used a lifeline to get unstuck and kind of get this, you know, it, I guess, I guess being with Brooke being in the moment with me, it was too hard for me to hear it from him necessarily as what, as it was with somebody else that was outside of our house. So that's kind of just, you know, um, girls getting another girl's opinion and feeling normal, I guess, in a way. Um, I'm, if you're that way, you know, I tell you to raise your hand, but I can't see you. So that would be silly. You would be in your car or doing something wherever you're listening to this, raising your hand. And then people would be wondering why you're raising your hand while you're listening. So I'm not going to do that to you, <laughs> but I want to give you these tips and these tools other than just phone a friend lifeline, um, which is your bonus one. Cause I'm actually going to give you 10 strategies. So phoning a friend as a bonus is your actual, um, Phoning a friend is not is not in the 10. It's a bonus give that I am telling you to do and just talk it out with a trusted person. So um, 
Sometimes you can do it with a friend if that's very helpful. Sometimes you do it with somebody that has, knows nothing about what's going on because then they get that um, non-biased view and can really give you that outside perspective of a place to start. Um, a lot of times I find that with coaching that people need somebody that's not invested in the middle of it. And it's helpful that I can see the obstacle and how to overcome it when somebody else may not be able to. And that right there is very helpful. So I find sometimes even somebody that you know that has nothing to do with what's going on, being a very good objective person to come in and give you some advice. So let's talk about these 10 strategies, shall we? Hopefully you guys are ready. Again, this is not about having to use all 10 of these or 11. This is about finding the one that works for you. I found a friend who was going through the exact same thing as me, and that was the person I leaned into. Why? Because I knew she was already doing it, and she's probably already, she was a couple steps ahead of us, I think by like one or two weeks, she was ahead of us, and I was like, mm, that's the person I need to talk to because she's already past this point, so what did she do? Um, let me get her perspective. So that worked for me, but maybe one of these other 10 are, are way better. Number one, here we go. We're going to dive right in. I love to listen to a song that's very upbeat. It's like your hype song. It's the one that gets you jamming. It's the one you want to listen to 50 bazillion times and you don't care that you've done, you've listened to it 50 bazillion times. You just want to listen to it again because it's so good. That is a great way to distract. And I think it all comes down to the second tip I'm going to give you. I probably should have given it to you first, but it all comes down to this, which is thinking about it less and less pressure on yourself will wind up allowing you to find the ways to get unstuck. And so pretty much all these methods I'm giving you, which includes think about it less, like stop pressuring yourself to come up with a solution and take a break. It's like a mental break. And so number one is listening to a song that just is your jam. Um, I don't care if it's an 80s song. I don't care if it's, you know, the most current song. I don't care if it's like jazz rock, smooth jazz, Hawaiian music, whatever it is. Find your song that makes you find your groove and you start to sing or dance or move because what it does is it stops you from thinking about it. The pressure is gone. So um, try a new calendar. Like if things are stuck, try a different way in a calendar. Try a new calendar that has a way for you to um, track your events and your tasks and that might spark some new ways because you're excited if you're one that likes to write everything down. I am for sure. So when I get a new notebook, I want to write it all down and it tends to get you unstuck and moving because you're putting everything into this new book and starting to organize yourself. And sometimes when we feel unorganized, when we start to get organized, things start to flow better. Number three, recognize when self-doubt creeps in. Just like when I thought that we couldn't get our house prepped and ready in time to start showing last week. I, you know, our um, real estate agent, Sharon, was just like, no, 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 you guys are fine. We've got this. You're on track. We're totally going to be okay. I don't care. She even offered her and her husband to come help and move stuff. I mean, she was ready and in it with us and was constantly reminding us that we were going to be, we've got this. And if we had to shift it, we could. And so having those reminders when I was in doubt um, helped me feel less like, you know, like I had no control. We still had control over it. So recognizing when the self-doubt hits, finding a way to move past it and definitely deal with it head on. Don't let it sit around and fester for sure. 
Number four is trying small changes. So a lot of times people will tell you when you start a new diet, there's all these changes you make. When you start a new exercise or you start with a new trainer, there's all these new exercises you do. And when you want to declutter your house and there's all these different areas of your house you want to declutter, it's too much. It's too much. You're going to quit because it's overwhelming. Diets, if you change your entire diet, there are a percentage of people that will be able to complete that. They're ready for it and they're committed and they know exactly what they're going to do and they're fine. Maybe a life event happened and they had a heart attack and they've got a newfound, you know, come to Jesus moment and know that they need to make drastic changes in their life. That's different. Most of us struggle with huge changes. Like if I can't have peanut butter, man, I am not going to do well on a diet. It's just not going to happen. If I have to make a huge change in my exercise routine and I go from what fit into my life in 20 minutes now is an hour, I may not last either. Or I no longer have a trainer or something happens, you know, and I'm so sore because I overused every single muscle because I did work out for an hour. I'm no longer wanting to do it because I can't move for five days. There are changes that you're supposed to do that you make in small waves. If you want to declutter your entire house, you start in one closet. You start in one drawer. Those are small wins that are going to give you the dopamine push in your brain to say, you totally rocked that. You got this. Do it again. It felt good. This feels amazing to get this done. And look what you've done right? You drop five pounds because you made small changes and you stopped snacking at midnight. I stopped eating my ice cream with peanut butter. Never people, never. I will never stop eating that. But if I did, I would see a change because I stopped doing that. Now I don't eat it at midnight. I'll just tell you that throwing it out there, but <laughs> making those small changes is what it's all about, right? Exercising. Um, you don't switch from doing nothing to doing all of it in one day because you're going to be so sore you can't move for five days and it's very frustrating when you can't move it's it's one thing if they're sore sore like you just need to like get up and stretch and yeah there's that soreness where Brooke has made it so that I didn't walk very well but I could still use my arms and then there's the sore where you can't use your arms or your legs and you just want to take some Motrin and lay down that's not good so small small changes number five read a book um, sometimes reading either a self-help book, um, reading any type of book. Again, what do we do? We stopped thinking about what is causing us to be stuck. We take the pressure off and we're thinking about something else. And it could be any book. It could be a fantasy book. It could be a novel. It could be anything you want. Self-help even that deals with whatever it is that you feel like you're stuck on. You make it a great idea in there. Sometimes just reading that book, going outside and reading a book is fantastic to get unstuck because it stops your brain. Number six, go for a walk or a hike. I mean, this goes back to exercise is wonderful for your body and your mind. And we all know it and we all struggle with, well, some of us struggle with it more than others. I shouldn't say all, but some of us struggle with it more than others. But taking even a short walk can be great at just, again, stop thinking about it think about something else and take the pressure off. If I walk to the mailbox, our mailboxes here are not attached to the house. They're actually down the street and there's one centralized place. So walking over to the mailbox gets me out of the house, gets me some vitamin D, makes me stop thinking. I'm going to think about what's in the mailbox and what mail we got. I'm going to take, I'm going to take a look at it all. 
I'm going to take a look at it all and then I'm going to come back to the house and I'm going to now have a fresher brain to be thinking about what it is where I need to start and what I need to do. So number seven, really, we've already talked about this, which is spend less time thinking about it. Again, we're going to stop doing that. And we're going to do one of these other things, honestly, that are going to help us get there. And number eight is going to be journaling. So we've had a whole episode about journaling before and how amazing it is for your mindset. And it does help you completely get unstuck. You can see where all these things are starting to tie in with every single episode. They all sort of come around again because they all work together. They all work together. Now, it doesn't mean you master everything. It means that there are ways to move around obstacles when we start to feel them coming. And when we get stuck, we know that there are ways to move around those and we're going to try them. And you can come back to any one of these episodes, um, especially when you start to recognize if it was fear or failure or we're in a fixed mindset or like this, you're feeling stuck. You can come back to any of them and sort of work through them again because we always talk about strategies. So number nine, um, sometimes we need to change. And um, I've done this before. Like if I was going to change, like I'm, when I retired from the military, I had been so cooped up into what I could wear, how I could wear my hair, what I could put on my fingernails and everything that I needed a change to feel unstuck and kind of move forward and just feel alive again. And, um, and so I got, I went and dyed my hair purple. Um, and it was amazing and I loved it and I was free and I could do and make whatever choices I wanted. Sometimes it's an outfit, a new outfit that you would never wear before. It is empowering to change up what you normally do every single day. There's something about it and you get in it and you go, man, that kind of feels good. Like I just, whoa, I've got a new pep in my step. Sort of like the music, right? You change your hairstyle. You get a new outfit. You um, change the color of it. You get your nails done. You go get your toes done. Whatever it is that you find sort of changes the outer part of you that makes you feel more um I guess, I guess empowered is a good word for it, but more confident, I guess is the better word. Your confidence perks up. That's what you need to go do. Sometimes doing that is a great way to feel unstuck and feel like you've got a fresh start. Women will always tell you like sometimes a haircut is like the best place to go. You whack it off or you, um, style it, you know, change the entire style of it. If you had long hair, you go short. If you had short hair, you put layers in it. Um, you create, you know, whatever. So I really love a good haircut to make me feel just sort of confident and empowered again. So for me, that's, that's another great one. Um, the last one I'm going to give to you is, um, number 10, it is accomplish a smaller goal. So I sort of just talked about this with try small things. It's sort of the same. If your goal is to declutter your entire house, start with a drawer, start with a closet. If our goal is to pack our entire house, start with one box, start in one room, start with just setting things, start with just throwing things away. We had four dumpsters full of stuff that we threw away because our neighbor, when she came over last week and she was like, this is not the same house you guys had. And I was like, no, she's like, what did you do with all your crap? I said, well, it's somewhere between the four dumpsters, the two garage sales, the boxes that are in storage, the two big pods that we put in storage, somewhere in our garage, or it has been donated to Vietnam vets. 
somewhere there is all of our stuff. So everybody's got a piece of us. <laughs> so, but that's what we did. We found different ways. Like I just needed to throw things away. So it was great. Get, get a dumpster, put it in front of the house and just throw it all away. Right. Stuff you've been holding on to because you thought you were going to use and you never did. Um, those are great things to do. So you start small, make a change, accomplish a small goal. Today's small goal was to record an episode and here we are and I've done it. Small goal, small win is going to fuel me for the rest of the day. So with all of that, there you go. The last one was phone a friend. That's your bonus was to phone a lifeline and get some, uh, um, an opinion from a friend that can help you try to get unstuck too. Here's my situation. I can't seem to figure this out. Can you help me? And a lot of times, because they're on the outside of it, they can see things in a broader picture and it's great. So sometimes we just need to take a step back and do something else. We automatically stop thinking about it. I, we go out and play badminton with the kids. Why do I go do that other than it's good exercise and I love to kick my kids' butts? Because I'm not thinking about whatever it was that I had been all day. We love to do it in evening time. Kids come home from school. Great way to de-stress them if school was stressful. I've been doing work all day. Brooke's been doing work all day. What does it do? It de-stresses us. Uh, that was a lot of S's. It de-stresses us. Why? Because you can't be mad and play badminton at the same time. Well, you could, but then you're just slamming birdies at people. And when you hit them in the head, it's hilarious. Because I've been hit between the eyeballs, upside the head, in the back of the head. I hit our son over the weekend with the racket. He backed up too much, got in my space. It was his fault. He backed up. He was in the front. I was in the back. He backed up and wham, I whacked him. And I swear I was in tears crying and he was fine. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, cause I was laughing, but he was fine because he knew he backed up into my space. And so I just continued to laugh. And what do they do? They make fun of me the rest of the time. Don't hit me, mom. Don't hit me. <laughs> I'm like, don't back into my space. But I do that because it's de-stressing. It's such a great time and all the boys feel less stress until they start smack talking and then they ramp it back up and then we just squash them. But when we get started and we're having fun and we're smacking the birdies around and they're losing feathers everywhere and we hit someone or, um, you know, Brooke and one of the boys will go toe to toe at the, you know, and, and at the net and try to see who gets it first. We're laughing, we're laughing, we're connecting. And that right there is fuel for my soul and it recharges me and then I can go back and do whatever it was I was doing again. And I've got a fresh mind, a fresh mind. I've done it even after packing all day. I've gone out and played badminton, exhausted, muscles hurting, can't do anything else. I will pick up that stupid racket and I'll get back out in the backyard and we will go play. I recommend it for everybody. It's therapeutic. Badminton so much fun. I know it gets hard when you're in the summertime in the middle of places that are extremely hot or in the winter where it's extremely cold, but try to find some time where you can go out there. I mean, we've bundled up and gone out and played. We play less in the winter, obviously, but the minute spring comes around and it's 50 degrees outside, man, we are outside and we are batting those things. And I am about to have to go buy some more birdies because we have left them everywhere and broken a lot of them. I digress, but I just want to make the point that it, some type of exercise, getting out, finding journaling, whatever works for you, 
find it, hone in on it, and make it something regular so that you can stop feeling like you're stuck in one place. So here's your homework, because I'm, I'm going to give you homework, you know it. Tell me what methods you prefer when you feel stuck. Like, what do you feel like if it's none of these 10 plus a bonus? Great. Tell me what it is. Share it. Maybe I missed one. Maybe somebody else might need it. I mean, I know there's multiple ways to do it. So um, share it with us. Come into the group. If you're not in the group already, Success Without Sacrifice, come on in. The water's warm. Jump in. We, we love having new company. And I will post a homework thread that will say exactly what are the methods you use. What are your favorite methods you use to um, find yourself unstuck? Like, what do you do? And if you feel like you may need a little more support in getting unstuck, we can schedule a 30-minute unstuck strategy session and put you back in the HOV lane and get you some clarity and move you forward. Remember, that's sort of a lifeline phone a friend. So it's totally fine. And even if we don't know each other, it's an outside observer taking a look at what's going on, asking you additional questions, and sometimes just saying it out loud, the answer comes. So don't feel bashful. It's just us. And this week on Thursday at 6 p.m. Central, we're also going to talk about it. Okay. And we're going to have a little more discussion. And my friend Lucretia is probably going to be on with me and we'll just sit and chat. I really like having her on. It's kind of fun. Um, so she's going to continue to do these with me for a while. You can see this live and in action and just chit chat and be a part of it and throw your comments in. And I'd love to have you there. So come on into the community, check it out in the show notes. I hope you all have a wonderful start of your week. And if you don't want to miss an episode, be sure to follow. And you can also sign up for insider alerts to upcoming episodes and workshops and bonus features. The sign up link is also in the show notes. So thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, keep staying gritty. Before you go, I would love to read your takeaways from this episode. I would be so blessed and grateful if you had a few moments to share your thoughts in a review. So just hop on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll below the episodes, and click on the purple Write a Review. Now, if this episode inspired you today to make a change, share it on your Instagram or your Facebook stories and tag me at The Gritty Coach. I would love to tag you back in my stories. Just remember to never give up. You never fail, but you just learned a way how not to do something. So try again. I believe in you. And until we meet again, keep up the grid. Yay!